Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Brace for Winnings is a production of iHeartRadio. Brace for Winnings, your weekly stop for all things wagering on the NFL. An iHeartRadio podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And away we go on this Super Bowl recap edition of Brace for Winnings. Hello everybody, I am Sean Brace and this is Brace for Winnings presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. An iHeartRadio podcast, and I am so excited to break this one down with you. It took me actually two extra days to do it this week because it hurt. And I'm sure if you had money on the Philadelphia Eagles or you were an Eagles fan, you're in absolute agreement with me. That one stung. It was a good game. It was a winnable game. It was a game that the Eagles had double-digit lead, had a six-point lead going into the fourth quarter. It was a game that the Philadelphia Eagles made mistakes that normally you don't see from from the Philadelphia Eagles throughout the course of this season. Just a frustrating final score that just happened out of nowhere. Snap of the fingers, and the game was over. But I digress. We got a lot to get to. We'll have a fun episode here. I promise you that. And more on what is going to happen with this podcast because we did create pretty good buzz. Was able to do a bunch of national hits. Got some push from iHeartRadio as far as on all of the sports talk stations out there. And um, was able to hop on the Seth Joyner show. Uh, Did a bunch of stuff for this football season as a whole, but specifically to promoting this podcast, uh, the numbers are there. And I thank you for pressing play on it. And of course, DraftKings Sportsbook and iHeartRadio for working with me, getting this bad boy going. All right. (sighs) Super Bowl 57. Where do we start? Well, let's start with the final score, 38 to 35. And from the jump, 
we said all along, getting ready for the Super Bowl, going up against the Kansas City Chiefs, a team that has been there and done that, a team led by the magic man himself and Patrick Mahomes, a team that has one of the best offensive play callers, offensive gurus out there in Andy Reid, who's been there and done that with Eric Bieniemy as the offensive coordinator, who has a huge hand in the play calling in as far as uh, the designs and uh, so on and so forth. So, Again, experience was all the way on the Kansas City Chiefs side. We know that. Uh, And it didn't take much for us to realize where we were at uh, in that department when the national anthem, which was fantastic, Chris Stapleton, love him. Unbelievable songs he's got out there. Our head coach was crying his eyes out like his daughter just got married. Now, I know it's an emotional time, but, eh, you know, hey, coach, keep it together, you know, (laughs) and I'm sure that's going to be frowned upon by a lot of people out there. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, That was in a very emotional moment that, you know, look, if it was a regular season game, that kickoff happens pretty quick. The fact it was a Super Bowl, I would imagine Sirianni had plenty of uh, plenty of time to to gather himself. I get it. It was an emotional moment. A lot of people liked it. All the women loved it that I was watching the game with. Uh, me, yeah, yeah, hold it together, coach. You, you, you got to be there. You got to be there. You got to be present in the moment. And, uh, you know, look, I, did that cost him the game? No. In experience, maybe, a little bit. Uh, I would say more. I'll get into why the reasons I believe this Eagles team ended up coughing it up and losing, but. You know, there was also a moment in the game, and I still haven't heard. There was a press conference yesterday that I was hoping it was going to be asked, but it was not addressed, that Jalen Hurts essentially had to pull Nick Sirianni's arm down during a timeout when the Eagles had a lead. And I don't know if it was a player talking trash and Sirianni's pointing to the scoreboard or whatever. But that's not something that we're accustomed to seeing, right? And ultimately, like I said, and experience was a factor. Now you've been there. You've done that. You see what it takes to win in the Super Bowl. You see what it takes as far as getting ready for a Super Bowl two straight weeks. So uh, it's going to be a learning a learning moment for a lot of people on the Philadelphia Eagles sideline. And uh, I'm sure Nick Sirianni would agree with that. Also, um, you know, he'd also say he's not going to change anything about himself. And, and that's fine. Uh, this team was good enough to get there. I don't want you to change anything, but I just want you to be present in the moment. That's all I'm looking for for my head coach, leader of men. Um, All right, well, let's get to the reasons why this game was won by the Kansas City Chiefs, 38-35. to And for me, it's really simple. When you talk about the Kansas City Chiefs, you know you got to play a perfect game. You have to play a perfect game, and that is executing – that is not missing blocks. That is the normal stuff, right? You know, converting, moving the sticks, those sort of deals. But you have to be perfect in the turnover department and even more so when it comes to field position, right? Special teams, they go hand in hand. And the Eagles coughed up six, gave it seven, excuse me, with the extra point, gave it. Up to the defense for the Kansas City Chiefs on the fumble by Jalen Hurts. Jalen played an amazing game, but you can't gift wrap seven points 
to the Kansas City Chiefs in a Super Bowl. Go back and look at all the Super Bowls in the last 20 years. How many of them were decided by six or less? It's so important when you get on this stage in this game between these two teams, whether it's, you know, years past, Giants, Patriots, 49ers, Chiefs, Bucks, Chiefs, you know, go down the list, Steelers, Packers, I don't care. These two teams that are playing for the Super Bowl championship, playing for the Lombardi, are the best in football, year in, year out. And if you're going to give that your opponent six, seven points, you're going to have a hard time winning that football game, especially when they got Patrick Mahomes out there. Kansas City is a team that when you do not put them away, they will come back and bite you. 42-36. to 36. One of the greatest playoff games we've ever seen in our lifetime, right? Kansas City and Buffalo. Buffalo took the lead with 13 seconds. 13 seconds. And Kansas City came back to win that game. Think about that. That's just who they are. They get it done. Led by Patrick Mahomes and, as I said, Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy. All of them. Incredible and just deserve so much praise. But the touchdown the other way was a disaster for the Eagles. And, of course, the longest punt return in Super Bowl history. (laughs) Frustrating. We talked about that a lot, getting ready for Super Bowl, where we said, ah, there's never been a touchdown return for a punt return um, or a punt return return for a touchdown in Super Bowl history. And the next thing, Kadarius Tony almost breaks one. Gets it inside the 10, which resulted in another touchdown. Can't do that. Can't do that. So, You know, look, we could pinpoint uh, 15 other spots and situations and elements or or calls, whatever you want to throw into that mixed bag of reasons why you believe the Eagles ended up losing the game. But to me, those are the two. Kansas City is so good. And I watched last night, mic'd up, uh, which was the turning point. And the one ref, the head ref, was mic'd up and... He said at halftime, hey, man, whoever gets the ball last win in this game, mark it down. I think technically you could say Kansas City had the ball last, right? What did the Eagles have it back with? They got the kick a return with six seconds, which I didn't understand why they would try to throw a Hail Mary instead of taking a shot like a 30-yard out, maybe getting Jake Elliott in field goal range. But, again, I'm, I'm praying to the Lord above on that one. Um. A number of ways that we can go into this. And Kansas City, again, deserves all the credit. What they were able to do all season long and losing Tyreek Hill, uh, winning the division when a lot of people were picking against them. I don't remember too many people saying that they weren't going to make the playoffs like Bart Scott, which changed his whole deal, and I really don't want to care to give him any you know, uh, as far as attention is concerned, because he says whatever he wants. He's ridiculous. But he was like one of the very few that said they would not make the playoffs. I had a win in the division. I also had Denver better, and I had the Raiders better. But, you know, and the Chargers were, were, were going to be floating, and we talked about all four teams possibly making the playoffs. But I backed up off the Raiders uh, making the playoffs. I had the Chargers the Broncos, and the Chiefs all in the playoffs with the Chiefs winning the division in the preseason. Hell, you really want to take it back? My preseason prediction was the Kansas City Chiefs over Andy Reid or over the Philadelphia Eagles in the Andy Reid Bowl. 
No, I don't pray. I don't, you know, that's the beginning of the season. That's preseason stuff. So you're throwing stuff up against the wall. And especially I didn't really pub that too much the week leading up to the Super Bowl as I did switch my picks over to the Eagles winning that Super Bowl. But I digress. You know, it was a great season by the Chiefs. And more to the point of you got to be perfect against them. The Jags had turnovers, crucial. And I think one happened inside the five-yard line. And then, of course, they had the interception that was a little tossed up. And um, Kansas City made a great play on that. Cincinnati, there was a couple turnovers in that game. Like, you cannot turn the football over against Kansas City Chiefs and win the game with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. You can't do it. And the Eagles failed in that department, and it cost them in a big way. Uh, Of course, a lot of people out there want to discuss, I'll just put this in the bag of other items that might have played into the final score. Uh, let's start with the penalty that allowed the Kansas City Chiefs to essentially run out the clock and kick the field goal with eight seconds left. And that was the holding call on James Bradbury. As we slow it down and as you take a peek, you look and you realize that he did grab him. And that is on Bradbury all day, every day. You cannot grab a receiver out of a break. You cannot do it. However, are you, re- are you really going to tell me that that was the only time that that happened in 60 minutes? Because that was the only time it was called. And those refs know. That's third down. They know. Any defensive penalty is the end of the game. That's third down in the Super Bowl. Throw a flag. That's all she wrote. 35-35. Casey's going to kick that field goal with about 10 seconds left. And it's how it played out. I'm frustrated from a sports fan's perspective because I think Jalen Hurts down by three, a buck 40, buck 45 to go. I believe a time timeout in the chamber. It would have been something special to see what Hurts could do. Or Hurts turns it over. Or the Eagles don't convert, or Jake Elliott misses a field goal, or the Eagles drive down the field and score a touchdown to win at the end of regulation. I don't know. Not sure how it would have played out. But I think we were deserving. That's one thing we know of when it comes to Super Bowl is the refs swallow the whistle. Allow the boys to play. And that's upsetting. Also upsetting is Bradbury wearing colored gloves going up against a team in white jerseys. That's an absolute no-no from a defensive back. If you wear white gloves and you're going up against the, uh, an, uh, the opposition wearing white jerseys, white pants, it's hard to really see in between and whether or not that defender grabs, pulls, tugs, so on and so forth. Bradbury did not. I know Bradbury came out and said he did do it, and that's great, especially what we heard the week leading up from the San Francisco 49ers who continue to cry. Stand-up individual. But just because Bradbury said he grabbed them doesn't mean he said the ref should have thrown the flag. I want to make sure that that's clear. He said he grabbed them does not necessarily mean the ref should throw the flag. 
It happened. It was a deciding factor after it was all said and done. And credit to the Kansas City Chiefs for making a comeback in the second half, scoring all those points, putting themselves in that position. And McKinnon, you got to give him all the love in the world. Here's an opportunity for that gentleman to come out of the backfield and make a name for himself, score a touchdown, have a story to tell to his kids. Instead, you know what? Took a dive at the one-yard line and stayed in bounds. Not everybody will do that. Again, Kansas City deserves it. Second item in the mixed bag of factors for the Kansas City Chiefs coming out on top in Super Bowl 57. And again, both teams played on this field. But for one team to possess a much better pass rush than the other, we know that a slick field, a slippery field, will be a detriment to that pass rush. We saw it in the Cincinnati and Buffalo game, a game that everybody predicted Cincinnati would be dealing with Joe Burrow getting sacked all over the field. Instead, because the field was slick, slowed things down, made it trickier for the defense alignment for Buffalo to get after Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line. We know that that's how it plays out. And if this gentleman, the sod father, who has affiliation with Kansas City, if this game was being played in Kansas City, I have no issue. But the fact that this is a neutral site and you had everybody slipping all over, that's a disaster. It's the biggest game on the sports calendar. And you had both teams, both quarterbacks, both running backs, receivers, defenders, everybody falling all over the place. It's a bad look, number one. But number two, I would absolutely look you straight in the eye and say that it benefited Kansas City a little more than the Eagles. And that's all I could say about that. Was, again, the deciding factor? No. Not at all. Let me repeat that. The deciding factor? No. But this was a team that made history this season, sacking the quarterback, and failed to get one sack on Patrick Mahomes. Not one. Frustrating. And again, you can go ahead and put that in the the, the main bag of reasons why the Eagles lost is zero sacks. And that was frustrating because that was one thing that I thought we would see from the Eagles defense that would almost limit Mahomes. Instead, Mahomes made every throw he needed to make underneath the plan of action for the Kansas City Chiefs was to get the ball out of the hands as fast as possible. They didn't take a shot over 20 yards. However, we've seen a bunch of Super Bowls in the last couple years where there was no completion over 20 yards, which is just crazy, or from the winning team. Um, We've seen really good quarterbacks just keep it underneath, underneath, underneath. And most of the time, you're going up against a good pass rush. Kansas City had that game plan, get the ball out fast, attack, See where Travis Kelsey is wide open, which is just madness from the Eagles' perspective of not covering him to start the game. And, oh, by the way, hope that you can get the run game going. I'll tell you straight up, the MVP for Super Bowl 57, there was five of them. 
It was the Kansas City Chiefs offensive line. Mahomes threw for under 200 yards. If you told me before the Super Bowl started Mahomes is going to throw for under 200 yards, I would tell you the Eagles win by 20. Unfortunately, that's not how it played out. Frustrating still, and it's going to be for quite some time. Draft right around the corner, but not soon enough. Of course, the highlights and the parade and everybody having fun. And (laughs) I laughed. Juju Smith-Schuster throwing out the, uh, if you want to be held, Valentine's Day card, which everybody got emotional over, which I chuckled. I thought was pretty funny. He took a shot, but everybody came back at Juju and said that was not appropriate, including his quarterback, essentially saying, my man must be bored. Not good. (laughs) Not good when nobody has your back. But this was a guy that was on his way out and, of course, had his career resurrected because of the great Patrick Mahomes, and now he's got a Super Bowl title. Uh, CJGJ had the best tweet, said, man, I got more touchdowns than you, and I play defense. So pretty funny. Very funny. Um, that's a little bit from the aftermath of what we got going on right now, but some other stuff just from behind the scenes. I do know that the Eagles and their special teams players went over to the field on Thursday with their special teams coach. And I believe their, uh, their, uh, grounds crew who is one of, if not the best in the NFL, this guy has been sought after for the world cup. Uh, he was out Qatar. And he takes care of the uh, turf at Lincoln Financial Field here in Philadelphia. And uh, he knew that that field was a disaster uh, on Thursday. So it's just unfortunate. You want you want a clean clean field. You don't want to see people slipping. That's just... And, and normally when you start slipping, you change your spikes, you're able to correct that. It felt like it seemed like they were slipping all game. And it's the biggest game on the sports calendar. It's bigger than Daytona. It's bigger than anything you can throw at me. Does it get more than the World Cup? I don't know. It, it, that's a good question. I don't know. World Cup final between France and um, France and Argentina? Probably not. But in this country, of course, I think it hit 113 million. So the question is, what the hell were you watching if you were watching the Super Bowl? A uh, little bit more from the aftermath right now as we sit. The big one for the Eagles, losing both coordinators, something we haven't seen since 1994, back when Ray Rhodes did leave the 49ers and took on the Philadelphia Eagles head coaching job for, I think, three, four years, if I'm not mistaken, three. But ultimately, Jonathan Gannon and the way his defense played and some of the play calling in that red zone just has me scratching my head. I don't understand how you think you can shift from – cornerback to safety and just bump everyone down inside the red zone inside a five to 10 yard window. But that seems like a lot of movement for something that could just be snap ball out of hand and credit to the Kansas city chiefs for running that play back to back. And the Eagles made no adjustments. I love going back to back plays, especially when something is successful, flip it up, change up the, um, the alignment, and I believe they weren't lined up correctly. If you watch the uh, the turning point, you'll you'll hear Mahomes run off the field to the Sky Moore touchdown, and he's like, "We weren't even lined up correctly." So even when they're not lined up correctly, number one, they're not committing a penalty, but number two, they got guys that just fill in the blanks. 
Instead, the Philadelphia Eagles on defense ran around like their heads were cut off and had no idea what was going on. It was embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. And we have not seen that type of defense. We have not seen those errors committed by the Eagles defense or offensively all season long. And that's why they were the one seed in the East and that, or in the NFC, and that's why they were one of the best teams all season long because they just did not commit those errors. But on Super Bowl Sunday, they did. Travis Kelsey will be hosting SNL. Shout out to the Kelsey brothers. I pressed play on, the, on their latest podcast. It was a little long for my liking, so I didn't make it all the way through. But those guys are very good at what they do. Bright future for both of them. Two of the best at their positions in the game. Both of them could very well end up in the Hall of Fame. And both of them very entertaining. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Travis looks like on SNL. I think that's going to be some pretty good stuff there. And I'm sure Jason will make an appearance as well. Um, Again, a little bit more from the aftermath where we're at right now. Gannon, Steichen, out. Eagles will have to make a bunch of moves on defense, signing people. CJGJ is a must. Bradbury probably will be on his way getting more money from somewhere else. Offensively, you have to love what you saw from Jalen Hurts. Besides the error, besides the drop ball where he was switching hands, tough one. But, again, ball slick, goes on the ground, goes the other way. You get for up seven. You can't do that in a Super Bowl. can't do that in any game, let alone a Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes. But it happened. Hurts scored three touchdowns. One of the very few wagers I hit was Hurts scored two to one or five to one for two touchdowns. Shout out a good friend of mine. He had the Jalen Hurts ladder. One touchdown, two touchdowns, three touchdowns. That cashed in a big way. Jalen Hurts was incredible. Some say he should have won the MVP. I disagree with that. You got to win the football game. AJ, Devonta, Dallas, offensive line. Everybody coming back next year. This team's going to be right in the thick of it on the offensive side. Defensively, we'll see what Hassan Reddick, we'll see what Fletcher Cox has in the tank if he's back. Of course, Brandon Graham, uh, Hargrave. There's a lot of question marks. So until we get those answered, we'll save our breath on what we're looking like for next season. Finally, I do want to say this, as if you take a peek at DraftKings Sportsbook to look at what the numbers are being offered for next year. And there's only a few wagers as far as NFL is concerned with the futures. You got the conference winner. You got the, uh, they're offering some winner specials on what division and what conference will win the Super Bowl. But ultimately, to win it all next year, the Kansas City Chiefs are at the top of the list. Go figure at 6-1. to one. Buffalo Bills, 7-1. to one. San Francisco 49ers, 8-1. to one. Eagles, 9-1. to one. Bengals, 10-1. to one. Dallas, 14-1. to one. Ravens, 20. Chargers, 22. Jets, 28. And then my favorite play on the board. The big miss for the Jacksonville Jags this year was Trevor Lawrence didn't have that number one to throw to. Calvin Ridley could be that guy. And I hope that Ridley is ready for battle. Having a season off. Trevor Lawrence getting a one in Calvin Ridley with the leap that they took this year, defensively making some improvements, 
being able to get after the quarterback a little bit better because they were one of them in the bottom halves as far as sacking the quarterback, and that's extremely important, especially when you're going up against gunslingers on the AFC side. But I like the Jags at 28-1 to to win it all next year. I do. They made the playoffs this year. We've seen crazier things happen. Trevor Lawrence is an amazing quarterback who made some serious mistakes this year, and he's only going to get better. He's going to learn from that. That's going to drive him even more. I like Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jags a ton at 28-1, to so much so that I already did hit send on DraftKings Sportsbook to get a little piece of that action. Of course, the Eagles at 9-1. to Jalen Hurts, you got to believe that he's going to be motivated like no other, so uh, that dude is driven. So 9-1 to for the Eagles. I kind of like that price as well. And as long as Patrick Mahomes is starting quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, <laughs> I wouldn't hate you if you press send on 6-1. to All right. Well, this was a fun episode of Brace for Winnings, and um, it has been an incredible, incredible ride over these last eight, nine weeks here on this podcast. I can't thank my co-host JJ enough for joining me giving us some great insight, his plays, information, all of that. Uh, Be sure to check us both out on Fox Sports Radio, The Gambler in Philadelphia. You catch us online at foxphlgambler.com. For this podcast, we roll on. We roll on. Originally created for NFL, we're going to continue to do it. We're going to do NBA, and we're going to do college hoops. Of course, college hoops comes before the NBA as far as the uh, the playoffs uh, a kickoff for the NBA, but we're going to be all over both leagues once a week right here on Brace for Winnings. JJ and myself still holding it down weekly, and I look forward to giving you the insight and information you need to press send on those winning wagers over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Be sure to use promo code BRACE. That's promo code BRACE. For all you new users, taking advantage of everything DraftKings has to offer. They got some no-sweat wagers opportunities that you can play as far as NBA is concerned. They got a lot of cool things going on. So once you get on, go check out the promo tabs all the way at the top. Uh, I'm a big laptop guy. I'm sure it's the same as far as on your cell phone. But make sure you check out your rewards, the missions, of course the odds boosts, all of that. And uh, once again, for you new users, uh, they always have the Bet5 and win 150 in free bets. All you got to do is use promo code BRACE. Everybody have yourself a wonderful weekend. We'll be back at it next week. Talking all things college hoops and NBA right here on Brace for Winnings, presented by DraftKings. Brace for Winnings, your weekly stop for all things wagering on the NFL. An iHeartRadio podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Brace for Winnings is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.